friends and welcome to WDW Radio Live. I am Lou Mangello and this is the WDW Newscast for Wednesday, May 13th, 2015. I am here and here on Periscope to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic with this live broadcast, my podcast, videos, blog, books, audio tours and more. Whether you're planning your first trip or you've been there thousands of times and think you may have seen and done it all, I promise you haven't. I want to try and introduce you to some of those overlooked experiences to help you get the most out of your vacation. To find out more, subscribe to the show. Visit www.radio.com. Also, don't forget that I'm super excited to announce the release of the latest and final piece of the Magic Kingdom puzzle, my Tomorrowland audio walking tour. It's nearly two hours of me taking you through the park's history, secrets, stories, details, all with the ambient sounds of the park behind you in your ears. It is available now to download or as a limited edition two-CD set. I will be producing and signing only 500, and when they are gone, they are gone. And I will tell you that in the past two weeks, you guys have been awesome because they have been going fast. Those should be shipping probably in the next day or two as I wait for the CDs to come in. For more information, visit www.radio.com slash Tomorrowland. So I want to get right into this week's Walt Disney World news because I am really, really ridiculously excited uh, for tonight's news. Um, I am a, a geek at heart. I'll, I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway, so last week I, uh, I got to look at some of the changes coming to downtown Disney as it transforms itself into Disney Springs, and I think Transform, having been there last week, is without a doubt the appropriate word because it's not just about the look and the name changing, but really the entire feel, <clears throat> excuse me, of that area has changed dramatically. And I think it's due in large part, at least from what I've seen so far, <clears throat> because of the boathouse. I got to explore a little bit, go outside, taste some of the things at the menu. Uh, I love, love, love the atmosphere. I love the water elements, the menu, the lounge chairs outside, the antique boats, the outdoor bar, the live entertainment. It really helps to sort of bring it all together and give Disney Springs, finally, uh, a, a small town park-like feel. And as a local or a visitor, it looks to me as it is going to be what I hoped it would be, which is a destination, a place you can go and walk around and window shop and eat and spend a day or spend an evening there. And actually, I posted a video this week over at www.radio.com um, on our Facebook channel. And more importantly, go to youtube.com slash www.radio where I take you through and give you a look at the new Disney Springs and the Boathouse. I have an interview with Steve Shussler, who is the creator, <clears throat> excuse me, and next on my list of what is next that I'm really looking forward to is the STS Steakhouse in Orlando, uh, in down in Disney Springs, uh, the Pan Asian cuisine of Morimoto's. And you know, just when you thought that Trader Sam's over at Disney's Polynesian Village and Bungalows Resorts and Disney Vacation Club property—that's not really the actual name—but Disney's Polynesian Resort, just when you thought Trader Sam's might be the coolest place in Walt Disney World, think again. Because there's been a lot of discussion and buzz and rumors 
and maybe a few wishes and a couple of prayers lately about what might be coming to Walt Disney World from the Lucasfilm portion of the company. Obviously, rumors of a Star Wars expansion to Disney's Hollywood Studios, named to be changed and christened at a later time, have geeks around the world, myself included, excited, anxious, and speculating a lot. And while the talk right now is really about things like, you know, the the new droid and Rogue One and the tear that we all shed when Chewie were home was spoken by Han Solo, lest we forget another Harrison Ford character. I don't mean Blade Runner, Dr. Richard Kimball, or even President Marshall from Air Force One. I mean, of course, Indiana Jones. And thinking out loud, if Star Wars comes to the studios, what might happen to things like Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular and The Outpost, which I love. It's an incredibly well-themed yet often overlooked shop. Will those go away to make way for Star Wars land? Is there a new Indiana Jones show or attraction coming? Uh, I think a lot of people fear that Indiana Jones might be forgotten if Star Wars has a huge presence, as I expect it will. Um, and I think we're going to get an announcement at D23. It just the handwriting's on the wall. Um, <clears throat> but I think that if, if this week's news is any indication, you can start getting excited and allay some of those fears because the Disney Parks blog revealed this week yet another new addition that we never saw coming to Disney Springs. And if you look closely at my recent video, you can actually see where it's being built and just how close it is to completion because located between the boathouse and the soon-to-be-expanded, even more, Paradiso 37 will be Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Listen, can you hear it? Do you hear the Indiana Jones getting excited? But I'm sure some of you are probably asking, who in the wide, wide world of sports is Jock Lindsay? Well, if you know your Raiders of the Lost Ark trilogy, because the fourth doesn't count, it's like Godfather 3, Jock is the Yankees cap-wearing pilot for Indiana Jones, and of course, don't forget his pet snake, Reggie. So, being a pilot, he has the new Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar, which is going to be, obviously, aviation-themed and feature cool things like unique cocktails, like the Jovito Mojito with bar, <laughs> Barcel Quebranta Pisco, fresh lime juice and simple syrup. I don't know what it is, but it just sounds good anyway. Small tapas-style portions of food like the Air Pirates Everything Pretzels with house-made mustard and beer cheese fondue and the Rolling Boulder Meatballs, hence from the original movie. Uh, just two out of the many small plates that will be coming to the uh, to the hangar when it opens later this fall. Uh, in the main dining room of this 150-seat restaurant, you're obviously going to have an expansive bar, uh, lots of aviation decor filling the room, vintage travel posters on the walls, and like places like Pecos Bills and Adventures Club, look for some of the correspondence between Jock and Indiana Jones. If you're an Indiana Jones fan, you've got to be excited uh, about this. There's also going to be outdoor seating on Jock's steamboat, which is named, of course, Reggie, after the snake. And I think that, you know, this is, is the, next, the, ne the next piece of this ushering in of new themed dining 
coming to Walt Disney World. I think Trader Sam's was really the first of this new trend of eateries with elaborate backstories that they actually explain out for you. It's on the Trader Sam's menu. There's great details. There's also interactive elements, what I would expect we might see at Jock's as well. And I really like this in Disney Springs, right? I, I like where they are putting it as opposed to maybe putting it in Disney's Hollywood Studios because I like the direction that Disney Springs is going. I said for years that I felt that Planet, Ho Planet Hollywood, that Downtown Disney and Pleasure Island, it just never knew what it really wanted to be, right? It didn't know, was it a place for adults? Was it a place for kids? Was it for families? Was it a late night college doing jello shots out of Wild Horse Saloon kind of thing? Because for a while, that's what it was. Um, but now it's really about outdoor entertainment. It's got that family feel. It's got a great variety of new shops, including the superhero store, by the way. Um, and dining that isn't just from third-party operating participants. And maybe we're seeing a trend. Right? Maybe we're seeing a trend with uh, jocks towards integrating more characters, more movies, more TV show, more elements of the Disney brand and some of the IP that they own. Look, and I would love to see something like a character meal come, I should say, come back to downtown Disney slash Disney Springs slash Disney Village Marketplace because they used to have a character meal back at the old Empress Lily I think that would be a great addition to the dining options there, obviously, again, for families as well. I love what they're doing, utilizing the water, really making it a fixture and an element of the experience down there. And so I want to hear from you, Periscope. I want to hear from you in the box on Ustream. If you're listening on, uh, on iTunes or in the podcast feed or if you're watching on YouTube, do you want to see more theme dining like this? Do you want to see more things like a, a Jock's uh, restaurant, like a Trader Sam's in downtown Disney slash Disney Springs? Do you want these restaurants to continue to be welcoming and family friendly, right? Trader Sam's after 8 o'clock, it's 21 and over. That's a pretty good compromise, right? So you do have places for adults to go. I think the Boathouse definitely has that feel, especially late at night sitting out by the bar or sitting at some of the tables and chairs. And even better yet, I want you to play Imagineer for the day. I'm going to write you a blank, not literally, figuratively, I'm writing you a blank check. Tell me, what kind of themed restaurant would you build in Disney Springs? Give me an idea of what the concept would be. Would it be after a movie, a TV show, a character, a character meal? What kind of a themed restaurant, if I gave you the money and the venue in Disney Springs, what themed restaurant would you build in Disney Springs? You can also tweet me at Lou Mangiello. Go to Facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello. Leave me comments there. Discuss it there. Would love to sort of get this conversation online and offline as well, too. Better yet, tell me in person. Come this weekend to Walt Disney World. We're going to have our meet of the month at Disney's Hollywood Studios at the Studio Catering Company Saturday, May 16th. That's this Saturday. The first of the Star Wars weekends from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. over at the Studio Catering Company. Let's uh, talk more about this then. Also, don't forget that if you like the show, and I hope that you do, and want to help support the show, and also get some really cool rewards like custom Magic Band covers, scavenger hunts, logo gear, 
and lots more. You can also join WW Radio Nation. It is uh, completely optional and a great way for you to not only help support the show, but get some cool things in return as well. Thank you so very much uh, for taking the time to tune in tonight, to download the podcast, to rate and review it in iTunes. I know how valuable your time is. The fact that you're spending time either listening in the car, on the treadmill, or with me live tonight on Periscope or in the box on Ustream. I, uh, I am truly, truly grateful. If you're not catching this live, please come be part of the conversation because after the news is over, we're going to keep the conversation going with the box in the chat room. You can ask me anything in the lightning round as we go from about 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. every Wednesday right here at www.radiolive.com. Thank you, Periscope, for watching. Thank you, everybody in the box. And thank you if you are listening for tuning in this and every week. I hope you have a really, really ridiculously amazing week this week. So until next time, see ya.